Broadcasting from Studio A, this is the Brooklyn Baritone Podcast. Turning, thank you for joining me. If it's your first time, thank you for checking me out. And I pray I can hit on some topics that's going to make you come back for more things and leave comments and be influenced and also you can influence me. I'm thinking of something today. Well, not thinking of something. I already have it laid out. Things that affect everyone. Everything I talk about affects everyone. I want to focus on basically generational impact and, and not so much the wide spectrum of, you know, the communal mindset and focus I usually have, but more so for, you know, your direct blood relatives. And it's very important to understand <clears throat> the impacts that a father, a mother, aunts and uncles have, uh, even children have on their parents and grandparents. <clears throat> you know, the usual thing is that, you know, we everyone wants to work and have a family because it's ingrained in us to be fruitful and multiply and replenish this planet. Uh, at the same time, it's more than just multiplying and replenishing this planet. It's usually you're looking to be better than what your parents were. And then in turn, you look to have your children be better than you based on, you know, a level of education. You may want them to have a better education than you did, have better opportunities than you did. Uh, whether it's the fact of, what, a generation ago, people couldn't vote. People of color couldn't vote. Uh, a lot of people probably weren't graduating high school. A lot of people weren't graduating college. A lot of people weren't opening their own businesses. Uh, it's a lot of things. So people didn't have equity as far as, you know, property, land, home, <clears throat> whatever it is that they acquire that they can, you know, turn into a profit or is making a profit for them. You want your children to have that. And we also have to look at the mental, emotional, spiritual implications of our presence or lack thereof in our children's lives and the people around us. Uh, we'll start, of course, with me. And, you know, I think about my parents and, um, you know, they're, they're both from, come from another country, both Jamaican. And people know Jamaicans to be hard workers, and that's true. My mother, very hard worker, and she made sure she provided for me um, things that were either afforded to her or not afforded to her. Um <clears throat> For my mother, I was an only child. For my father, not so much. I have other siblings. You say half siblings, but they're still direct blood, and they're siblings. So I didn't grow up with them, and grow up with my father all the time, even though he was present. Now with my mother, you know, uh, you know, she got a decent jobs position here, and I knew she had a decent uh, upbringing, bringing as far as education in in Jamaica, because a lot of West Indies education. Um, is usually looked in higher regard than what we get here in the states, and it does show in the in the um, what's the word I'm looking for in the uh, 
basically what everyone embodies Westinian people to have as far as intellect and being uh, motivated to actually be a beneficial part to whatever organization they are, it shows. And she wanted me to have that. And I ended up pretty much going to a private school when I was younger, run by West Indians. So they weren't about, you know, that foolishness that I'm going to say that they're about today. Not that school, but how education is in general. A lot of schools now, they ramped up the work. And when I was in the eighth grade, I basically was doing college-level stuff. And, you know, my mother and really my father who discovered the school through his trade because he had his his business he was working on as well. Um, <clears throat> now, as far as um, getting equity, that part wasn't really 100% passed down to me. So, you know, I had to pretty much, you know, work it out on my own to, you know, get my own property, get my own home and all that good stuff. But I also want to make sure I have a place for myself and for my children. And the thing about it, too, is, well, you know, they, they both went to church, my parents. But I'm at the point now where I feel that I want to teach everyone, but especially my children, more than what I know, more than what their grandparents know. Because I believe I'm at the point where I have a better understanding of the book of Elohim and everything. I always talk about it and his proper application in the lives of everyone around us. And I want to make sure I convey that message because I always tell my daughter, I said, listen, it's daddy's job to make sure that you get into heaven, even if I don't. That's really what my goal is. And I believe that's what every parent's goal should be. Whether you believe in Elohim and heaven or not, why wouldn't you want to follow through those guidelines? I'm not talking about doctrines that man made, that man twisted up. I'm talking about actually living a proper life, being a transparent person, straightforward person, someone who is hardworking, someone who recognizes who they are and what their talents and ability and skill sets are so that they can build themselves and then in turn build other people around them. <clears throat> You know, always truthful. You know, always someone who treats time as a precious commodity. These are things that if you follow Elohim, you're going to strive to do that. And if you struggle with certain things, you're going to know you're struggling, but you're still going to have the mindset to want to always improve yourself. And that's really what the key is. For things that I am weak in, I don't want my children to be weak in. So I want to utilize my experience and talk to them all the time. So they don't fall down the same pitfalls. Now, you know, you could always say you can lead a horse to water. You can't get it to drink. So the best you can do as a parent, yes, is provide. Of course, it's more than just a roof over your head and food in the fridge and clothes on your back. Anybody can give that to you with the most callous of heart, the most dubious intent, where they could always say, well, I provided them food, shelter, and clothing. And as far as the government is concerned, that's all that matters. Unfortunately, you need a proper loving home. You see, because you can have a structure, you can have a beautiful structure, floors of marble. Okay, you can have one of you could have a skylight throughout the whole house, heated marble floors, king size plush beds, imported furniture. All right, you can have an Olympic size heated pool. You can have all those things. Fridge is always stocked. 
pantry's always stocked. That don't mean you got love in the house. That doesn't mean you're really passing something of value other than money to your children. <clears throat> we have to understand that things that we do affects everyone, even even if we don't feel it is. Because there's things called generational curses where something your parents have done, grandparents have done, great-grandparents have done that was probably never identified and rectified. And it could still be something that could still be affecting all of us today. At the same time, you know, we have to learn how to grow ourselves um, for the sake of what our parents, lights fuzz, what our parents allowed us to do for the people who had parents who cared enough to rear them properly, make sure they went to school, make sure they made something of themselves in this society and this life that's been given to them. But you also have to make sure before you have children that you are as much as complete of a person as you possibly can be. That's one of the problems that most of us go through. And at the same time, I will easily admit that I did that myself, where there's a lot of things that I was still learning that I didn't know about myself, about utilizing the proper potential that I had and utilizing my time in a proper manner. And, you know, when you grow, you grow every day. You never stop learning anything. You never stop growing your intellect and your experience and actually applying it. That's what, that's what wisdom is. When you have experience and knowledge and you actually apply it accordingly in a positive manner and fashion, this is what you want your children to understand at a very early age. Yes, it's important to have them respect and even have resources and wealth available to them where you have equity so they don't really have to worry about that like how so much other people have to worry about. That is true. But the character, what I always say, your character is your vehicle that will carry you through life. Now, going back to me again, um, there's so much things spiritually that I, I didn't learn properly. You know, go to church. Yeah, I suspect church and everything. I only remembered that uh, when church started, people sang some hymns or whatever. And then the, the lights went down low. That's my mother's church back in the day. When the lights went down low, that's when the pastor would say his message, and that's when I would, like, you know, go to sleep. And then after that, I know, you know, they sing one or two more songs, and then that's it, go home. That's the extent of my knowledge of church back in the days. And I know there's a lot of people who have similar experiences where they're just going just to go. I understand why my mother wanted me to go to church, and my father did as well. You know, and there's times where he explained certain things to me, which was great. But we have to do more again and just you know, make sure they do their homework, making sure their food is good and they're in order and their place that they live at your home. You have to talk with them. You have to realize your own shortcomings and you have to make sure that you know that they're what their shortcomings are and try your best to build them up. You got to put pride to the side. This is your blood. You know, people are here to help each other. People are here to grow, but you can't grow by yourself. And you really have to put forth your best effort to help those around you grow by understanding what their potential is and what their impact is, you know? So, yeah, I know there's some, there's a lot of things that I did learn, but I, that I learned now that makes so much more sense. There's existence to the physics of this world, to everything that impacts everything. And I wish I 
knew about these things way earlier. But you don't have a time machine. We don't have DeLorean. So what are we going to do? You impact other people. You influence other people. You make yourself stronger based on the things that you're lacking or even know yourself. And then, you should you have children, do your best to build that character. Instill that seed. Every day you water it. Every day you put light on it. Every day you make sure the soil that it's in is good. You know, so much people, especially in my generation, we got, you know, a lot of people got raised by television, even though the quality of television is different. Television has its impact and its um, purpose. It's to distract, but a lot of cartoons actually, they promoted having proper character and treating people properly and at least they kind of you know try to prepare you somewhat for the world out there which i don't really see that now to be honest i don't see it anywhere when there's more television available than it was when you know i was younger generation x you know like gi joe always had those lessons at at the end you know um and knowing it's half the battle channel four had you know one to grow on where they had celebrities doing little showing little skits of kids in certain situations of how to make the right decision um even you know back in the day the church the latter-day saints had those commercials with kids in certain situations so we had it there you know along with all the sugar and all the other stuff and all the other hype things but we have to take it upon ourselves. We can't leave it to television. We can't leave it to schools. We can't leave it to anyone else. We have to make sure, again, the way I see it, even if you don't make it into heaven yourself, you make sure you set your children up to make it to heaven too. All right? That's really what it should be about. That should be everyone's focus. And, you know, if there's anything that you know that you're, that you have a downfall in is, is you're still breathing. You still got a chance to wake up this morning. Um, rebuke that. Repent about it. When I say repent, you know, I don't want to sound like I'm some kind of pastor with a tambourine in my hand and pointing at you. When I, when, when people use that word, it means, you know, you take stock of what you are. Take real stock. Look in the mirror and look at what you are. Yes, you can look at what you've accomplished and the things that you're good at. Also, things you're not good at, the things that you've probably done to cause damage in someone's life, even your own. You have to take stock into that. And don't just pack it away because that's a hard pill to swallow. But you're going to have to confront yourself. And if the situation calls for it, you have to confront other people about it, too. It doesn't hurt to apologize because humility a little spoonful of humility goes a long long way as opposed to pride keeps everything closed up and everything stays inside even though some people may know that you know oh, i know they're there they're you know they're they're sorry about it or i just know how they are just the fact that you mustered up the strength to bring that out for the sake of healing things within your family for your children it's not a bad thing for parents to tell their kids i'm sorry it's not a bad thing but for parents to tell them kids your children that you know what i wish i did this, did this better for you it, it doesn't hurt it doesn't hurt at all 
where else are they going to learn proper humility? It's better they learn it from you than someone else because they'll hold you more in higher regard. Yes, they'll love you. You're their parent. Yes, they'll respect you. But can you imagine how much more when they can talk to you? you know you talk to them in a proper manner where you're not going to be all high and mighty. Yeah, children and parents have different levels. They're not only going to be on the same level, but at the same time, bring yourself down sometimes so they know that you're open enough to talk to them. Build them up. If you have, you know, that'll break generational curses. That will open many gates that you probably didn't have open yourself. Give them the opportunity. And it's, it's, it's nothing like helping other people and seeing them thrive and do more when, you know, you had a hand in that, especially when it's your blood. Anyways, that's all I got about generational stuff. Um, you know, as usual, every week you will continue to hear from me on my podcast. You can always check me out on my website. You can hear, see the RSS feeds from for these podcasts. It's www.brooklynbaritone.com. Com. You can also check me out on my YouTube channel at Brooklyn Baritone. I'm also on Facebook, on Instagram, on the Google Play Store, and the iTunes Play Store. Thank you for listening. You'll hear from me next week. hear more from you in the comments. And I want to make sure that you guys do what you loved. Walk good. Stay blessed.